Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? <sighs> Sam, did you go to the football mm. today? No, because I've got some sort of non-COVID flu. Right. So uh, I was really gutted. I was looking forward to it all week. I had mm-hmm. the whole day mapped out, getting there really early, going for a bit of lunch. Yeah. This, that and the other. And... Uh, it didn't work out. I've been ill for the last couple of days. Now Len's got it too. So we woke up this morning and we were like, nah. I'm going to be able to go. Yeah. So watch it on the telly. I was already bloody miserable, <laughs> mainly because I'm ill and it's just been a bad week. Yeah. And then it was a tough, it was a tough what Actually, yeah, it wasn't that tough. It was actually quite a good game. Mm. But the way it ended really hit me quite hard. So yeah. I did. I just did what I had to do and just went immediately to bed. To bed. Fell asleep. Just... just- Mm. Just retreat within yourself. Just yeah, exactly. It just literally shut my body down. You literally, yeah, As, of course. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you, it's all you can do. I don't mm. people do think of that as a solution enough. I do all the time now. I'm mm. like, you know, like, you know, when, when, you know when you're a baby. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know when you're a baby, you're like, you start mm. crying and people are like yeah. going, she wants the mat, why are you crying? And you're like, I don't fucking know why I'm crying. I'm a baby. This is all new to me. <laughs> and I, I don't know. Tell you you have crying. to find out. Yeah. It's like, think of it. Think of it as a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. It's a mystery. Find out what the matter with me is. <laughs> is What's wrong hurting? with the baby? Is my teeth hurting? Have I shit my pants? I don't know. I yeah. can't speak. I'm a baby. But you can still get that as a grown-up. Yeah. Where you don't feel quite right, but you actually don't know why. Mm. Yeah. You haven't got any fucking idea why. So you start like, uh, so you have to go through a mental checklist, think maybe it's this, maybe it's that. Mm. The classics are um, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. Yeah. Right? Horny. Uh, halt. <laughs> what, what did you say? Horny. Horny. <laughs> yeah, then it'd be Hulf. H-A-L-T-H. <laughs> um, do you need a Snickers? Do you need a sleep? Do you need a wank? Why not do all three? <laughs> In the order of your choice, although I would say stickers won't sleep. Definitely. And yeah. that way. Um, but, yeah, so uh, very often I'm mm. like, oh, I know what it fucking is. I just need a kit. Yeah. Just go and have a fucking kit. You wake up ten times better. Yeah, totally. I mean, I am desperate to get to bed tonight because I didn't get much sleep last night. I was up early this morning. I had a, a, a mince episode to do. I had some writing to do for it. And yeah. then I've edited it, and now we're doing this, and I am fucking dead on my feet, and I yeah. cannot wait. I'll be in bed by nine. As the life of a podcaster goes, that's pretty tough shift and you it, put in. It's a Sunday as well. The Lord's Day. 
yeah. Sunday podding. In many cultures, that would be like considered quite a bad sin, yeah. podding on a Sunday. But not in Italy, because in Italy they do all the podcasts on a Sunday, don't they? Yeah. Well, um, they see they see podcasts as a gift to the Lord. Yeah. They don't actually call them podcasts. Yeah. They call them God gifts. Godcasts. God <laughs> yeah. Godcasting, yeah. <laughs> I need so, to do the Godcasting. Not now, mama. I'm doing the Godcasting. Yeah. <laughs> I talk to my friend from down the road. We do a podcast, sorry, a Godcast all about our favourite biscuits. We love biscuits. It's about much more than that. We can go off on any tangent. It's very funny. You have to get into it, though. Like Once you know, you have to give riffing, it a few it's episodes. It's so funny. It's so yeah. funny. Yeah, we. Oh, yeah, we got listeners. Yeah, yeah, we got seventy-six listens last week. Yeah, very good. But the important thing is only one listener. The big man upstairs, and yeah. we know he's listening. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm so fucking ready for bed. But um. There's good football on tonight. There's PSG versus Leon in the, the French. Oh yeah, league. that's worth a watch. You know what time's that kicking that's off? Quarter to eight. I'll be after we've done this. And there's um, Valencia oh, yeah. versus Real Madrid as well. But I'm uh, getting back to West Ham. Is that Ham, on Sky? Is that on Sky? Oh, uh, or is it BT? The, the, one of them's on BT, I think. The French mm. one's BT, and then La Liga is on the La Liga channel, which is now. Uh, I've just resubscribed to that at seven ninety nine a month, which is a lot. But I thought, you know, so eventually there's going to be a match on that I really want to watch. And tonight could be the one. So um, yeah, I've, I've gone for it. I've furnished myself with all the football this season. Um, get, getting back to West Ham versus Manchester United, yeah. there were two things in that game that were absolutely nailed on to happen. And the first one was Lingard coming on and scoring. Um, Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I can't believe I didn't put a bet on. I know. Well, my I mate, did. who's a Man U fan, he actually texted me yesterday and said, he lives up in Manchester, and he went, you ready for tomorrow? 2-1 United, Lingard to come off the bench and score the winner. He mm. actually wrote that, right? Yeah. And I just wrote back and went, I didn't, I, I could I could see he was trying to instigate some bants, <laughs> an old schoolmate. Yeah. But I didn't. I couldn't even instigate Bantam, so I just said, "Yeah, that is a, that That's is a probably, fucking yeah. certainty." Yeah, right. And then uh, that says it happened. What was the and other thing that was guaranteed? The, the to other happen? thing was Mark Noble coming on and not scoring the penalty, coming on well, specifically to take that penalty. Was yeah, I mean, never. as soon as he came on, yeah, I mean, I would, yeah. Yeah, you're right. As soon as yeah. I saw he was coming on, I just went to him. Well, that's that missed. That's the, the I mean, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, don't this know why. just was charade. I mean, they could have got anyone to take it other than him. I mean, I love Mark Noble, and his penalty-taking yeah. record is sublime, but yeah. it was such an outrageous move by Moyes <laughs> that it was doomed to failure, wasn't Those it? Those things don't happen. You know, people don't come on. Look at the European Champions, Championship final with the lads that came on for, for yeah. Southgate. Oh, yeah. doesn't happen. I mean, it's a but, bit uh, of a smack in the face to the 11 lads who are out there, right? That's the only, I mean... I hesitate to criticise Moyes because, you know, he's a bit of a god figure now. But, but there was like ten perfectly good outfield players who could have mm. had a fucking crack at taking that penalty. Yeah, and he thought, yeah. nah, fuck those cunts. I'm sending you on to take it. <laughs> like Declan Rice is there. What am I fucking chop liver? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and it had massive ramifications on the um, prediction leg. I don't know if you realised that. No. Because I'd predicted two one to Manchester United, 
and yeah. you predicted 2-2. Two, two. So ah, oh, fucking hell, <laughs> Sorry, amazing. I have to tell you this. I'm sorry. That would have been six points for you me, would wouldn't it? Six, and I would have had none. And as it turned out, I got three, and you got none. And I got none. Ah, so, oh, fuck. Sorry about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm trying. I have my little. I tried to sleep it off, and I do. You know, I was saying to my mate, although it's annoyed him because he he's probably thinks I'm being way too rational. But I thought, do you know what? It's a really good game, and we went toe to toe with them, and it felt a bit unlucky, but. You know, we we were without we were without Antonio, and we'd played in Europe in a week. And I just sort of thought, yeah, they just nicked it. They took it two one. Of course, Lingard was going to score. You know, fuck it, we move on. Yeah, so I'm trying to tell myself because I got enough on my plate, mate. I'm ill. I've got fucking. Yeah. I don't want to have a moan up, but I'm going to have a moan up. I'm I'm ill, right? Mm. My throat is so sore. I've had to be honest. It's been hanging around since Wednesday. But it's actually got worse. I kept expecting each day for it to go, and yeah. it's actually been getting worse each day. So I haven't been sleeping properly. I've got a really bad back, like a bad shoulder, and it's like not all knotted up, and that's been plaguing me for about a month, right? No more ever since I was even in the Isle of Wight. That's been getting worse. So in the end, I went for a massage on Thursday. Mm. But it was one of those Thai massages. Have you ever had one? Is that the they one basically one at the beat end? the shit out of you. No, unfortunately <laughs> not. It was uh, everything else. They just, she like, they, it's really violent. And she like was walking, she's only a little lady. She was walking on me at one point, stomping wow. all over me upright. Wow. Pulling me hither and thither. And I was like, I came here to fucking relax. And I'm going, ah, screaming in pain. And she's going, ah, what are you like? And yeah, I was like, man. what do you mean what am I like? I'm in fucking pain. You try it. You're inflicting So it. that wasn't good. That's just made it worse. That was already stopping me from sleeping. You know they pulled my tooth out. Well, that massive gap in my mouth is now really sensitive, so I can only eat on one side of my fucking mouth. Oh, Jesus so Christ. So that hasn't healed. And now with West Ham losing, it's been a shit week. But you've got this, to touch yourself down this, and think this, that next week's going to be life. better. Yeah, Life has peaks and troughs, doesn't it? It does, and yeah. You're never going to change that. Yeah. It's just about how you react to it, got, isn't it? Yeah, you know that it'll, you'll, you'll come through it and you'll soon be hitting another peak. Won't be, won't be for a day or two, but but you say it's yeah. definitely not COVID. Have you done lateral flow tests? I've done lateral flow tests at home. I, did, I looked it up and I was looking on social media and loads of people going, why has the whole UK got a sore throat at the moment? So then I started looking more around on social media and it's like everyone's got these symptoms and everyone's testing right. negative for COVID. So it's obviously just some other rival flu. Okay. Because just when I, when I did test positive... I didn't test positive on a lateral flow. It was only when I did a PCR that I yeah. tested positive. But, yeah. But I kind of Well, knew. I'll give it another couple of days and then I might go down, you know, go down wherever the test, they do it. Test hut. They do it at the butchers now, don't they? Yeah, they the butchers and do it. Yeah, they've parked a bus up down the road. They just do it on a bus. Talking of butchers, I had some terrible news this week about oh, Parmesan God. cheese. Really? Apparently it's not. This is another thing. Yeah, just to compound all the other shit I just fucking been listing. I, I find this. out that Parmesan cheese isn't vegetarian. It's not vegetarian. It's got meat. It's in not it. vegetarian. They've got meat. They're sat there is meat used in the fucking cheesing process. Fucking hell! Yeah, mate. Yeah, my Jesus. wife found this out, and I said, "I wish you hadn't told me." I don't know why you looked into it. I mean, so you've been. It was awful. Yeah. So I've been deprived of my favourite cheese because, I mean, well, it's up there with cheddar, but I I love Parmesan, mate. 
I absolutely love it. And not just to grate on your pasta, I'll eat chunks of it. I guess it's kind of got the same consistency as uh, a Torah suet, almost, which, of course, is, mm. is full of beef extract to make your dumplings yeah. with. It's kind of got a similar yeah. vibe to that, so maybe, yeah, I can't make sense yeah, of that. Yeah, I don't know, but apparently, like, she told me, and I thought this has got to be a wind-up, but I checked it out, and it's true. So if I hadn't known, it wouldn't have harmed me. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. I wish she hadn't told me. I could have just carried on eating it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, in good faith, to go around claiming I'm vegetarian while scoffing all that lovely parmesan is problematic. So of all the things I've listed, the tooth, the back, the throat, parmesan. the money, yeah. West Ham, mm-hmm. parmesan's almost the fucking worst of all of them. Because the I other guess... things, think of it this way, the other things, touch words, are temporary. Mm. Whereas Parmesan, that's it. Kiss goodbye to Parmesan for life, you can. I guess there's no v- vegetarian or even vegan can, um, comparison, is there? Or there there is some vegetarian uh, Parmesan-style yeah. cheeses that are not vegan. Good, though, no, yeah. but they're not vegan because no one wants a vegan cheese. That's why I'd never go vegan because well, the yeah, cheese me, situation. Me, me daughter's vegan. She has the vegan cheese. And I I, I've got it? so much admiration for her. Because I've tried some of it and fuck me, it's, it's bad. Yeah. Well, this cheese isn't vegan. This is a proper cheese. It's bona fide cheese. It's just that they don't, right. they can't call it Parmesan because it doesn't have the meat extract in it. Yeah, the beef. That the Italians have put in. And now for the secret ingredient beef. <laughs> beef. <laughs> Raw beef. <laughs> beef stock. Now we've put in a cow's bollocks. It makes it taste extra primo nicer. <laughs> so um, what else is going on so yeah just the update on the fantasy sorry the prediction league at the weekend um, went out uh, both joined top on 30 points because I got 6 and you got 3 and results spot got 0 if that's any consolation to you but um, should we have a look in the mailbag oh yeah why not um, Ali's we did Ali's last week and we've had a, a little bit of correspondence from that this is from Dan from the depths of the south, he says. And he says, the greatest alley from my youth was one off Whitney Close in a village called Saltford. He said, I found a razzle in the bin and the centre spread was of some last called... Um, I don't want to read it out. I don't I don't like the name. It's not It's not PC. I'm not going to read that out. Uh, he says, I haven't okay. kept it because it was 1986, but um, it'll live for me forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm abandoning that email. Sorry, Dan. Uh, it, it didn't feel right so I'm going to leave that one um, this is the one that I think we might have read out before and it might have been sent in before this is from Paul Clifford who is a pal of mine he lives out in Dubai um, hope I haven't given too much information there and this is um, pop star claims from topless town centre runner brackets local mm. character stroke bullshitter um, and let me know if this rings a bell. He says, there was a fellow in South Shields, probably still there, who used to run around the town centre topless and wearing weightlifter gloves. Um, he was well known around the town, always out around the pubs and wine bars of the town centre. That's right, South Shields does have wine bars. Um, the weather there never warrants no top, but sometimes you'd see him near the beach, bench pressing massive rocks. But that's not the main Ooh. thing. One day as we sat outside a pub, he came over to tell us that he was in the 90s soul pop band, the Pasadenas, of I'm Doing Fine Now fame. And he showed us a picture from his pocket as if to prove it. 
Uh, needless to say, none of the band members' faces matched his uh, a bit. But obviously, we just let him go with it. So, does that ring a bell with you? Yeah, I remember talking about the Pasadenas because my mate, I knew a girl who was the who who was the founder of their fan club. That's right. Yeah, I knew there'd been some Pasadena content on this podcast at some point, but maybe we got yeah. onto that from this this email from Paul. Maybe, yeah, know. maybe. Who knows what came first? Because it was that, and also, yeah, I know that I think they were from round my way because they did something at my school fair one year. I think. You know, obviously years after they were in the charts. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why he's... Um, what song does he mention there? The Pasadenas? The Pasadenas. I'm doing fine now. I'm doing fine now, I'm but the tribute now. is the one. It's weird that he mentioned that, because that's very much like yeah. a lesser single, a minor work. Mm. Tribute was the one that everyone remembers, and the beat was right on, right on. It was great, wasn't it? It was, but I remember I'm doing fine now more. Do you? Maybe it's a north-south thing. No, maybe, yeah. Maybe it is. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Jalapeño. Talking of North-South thing and not to get too muso about it, mm-hmm. but you know like Northern Soul, right? And everyone goes, oh yeah, Northern Soul. Yeah, I just mm. love Northern Soul. It's a thing that mm. people say. Yeah, Wedding mm. Casino is great. Yeah. Mm. But like, Northern Soul was like the sort of shit Soul B sides that <laughs> didn't didn't qualify to, for proper release by big labels and were just budget <laughs> ones because they couldn't afford the proper ones. That's literally what Northern Soul was. It's like yeah. second rate Soul. That's what it should be called. Uh, I can't agree with that. There's lots of good Northern Soul. I've got a few Northern Soul compilations. I mean, I never went to the Wigan Casino. I never threw talc down on the floor and danced all night 
in my slip-on shoes while high on unfettered. Not, not many people did, but, but no, it's like the people, people who played there at the Sex yeah. Pistols first gig. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, I, I, there's a lot of really good Northern Soul stuff. Um, but like a lot of it wasn't on the major labels, was it? And it didn't get, it wasn't, it wasn't hit that's single stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, that's, the distribution it... was different then. doesn't mean that the, the, the music was less valid. I reckon. These were bands that had been rejected by Atlantic or Motown yeah. Yeah. or Kent or any of the other like big ones. And they're just like, yeah, so you can self-publish that. <laughs> What's it yeah. called? Tainted Love? Well, I don't know. I don't think it's going to sell. Who's, who's your husband, love? Mark Bolan? What, the one out there? The, the little <laughs> fella with the fucking corkscrew hair? No, nah, ah, you're making it up. T- Fuck off. This sounds like bollocks to me. I'll tell you what I'll do. You can pay me to put it out as a single and I'll sell it up the market in a place called Wigan. <laughs> Not only... the fucking anything up there, believe me. What's the high on amphetamines <laughs> on a Saturday night? They'll dance through till dawn. Not only put is your song... Out. Not only is your song a load of shit, you're also making up stories about who you're married to. Go on, fuck off. Do one. This is a joke. Now, you can pay me 20 quid to press the single, and another 50 quid to do some publicity shots that will be tasteful. Ish. And uh, (laughs) then we'll see. Most of them will be tasteful. There will be a couple where I will ask you to push the limits of what you find to be comfortable. Your your personal boundary. (laughs) It's the 70s. That's That's what we're all about. That's 40 quid in total, and that's a big discount. And I will have... Seven lads and a lass in a, a dusty old nightclub in Wigan dancing to your record by the end of the month. I promise you that much. That is my guarantee to you. And, um, another... and if you're very lucky, in 30 years from now, they'll use it on a KFC advert. <laughs> there's another email which is entitled Ali Chat and Shitting. I'm not going to read yeah, that one out. a good one. Is it a good oh, one, is it? It's just a good no, no, it's just a good title That's for a an good email. Title. I'll, I'll read the one by Danny Pitt. We asked you for your confrontations with sportsmen. Oh, because good... we're sick of on radio stations, oh, what was the funny thing? Oh, you know, so and so helped me fucking mend my tire at the side of the road, right? But we mm. prefer confrontations with sportsmen. So Danny Pitt has written Walking in, I walked into Romford nightclub toilets. See Lee Bowyer trying to dry his wet trousers on the hand dryer. We've all had to do that before. Eye contact made. What are you looking at, cunt? Says Bowyer. <laughs> Nothing. In Sam's high-pitched voice, says I. Beaming to me. Nothing. <laughs> Turn around. Leave toilet. Forget to piss. Dan. That is a really top-class email, Dan. It's not often I That's praise fantastic. emails, but... I love the way it's composed because it's so straight to the point. Um, yeah, it's really good. Forgot can, to piss. I would have I, forgotten to piss. I would have like, I don't yeah. need to piss anymore. Yeah. What I are mean, you looking at? I, I like how he's um, he submitted it as well. There's like a space, a line space in between each line. It's almost like a haiku. I know. Um, this is yeah. how we want our emails. You will have a million times more chance of having them read out if they're because the other thing is it's not that just we can't be bothered reading is that it's like I always know if it's really long mm. I mean you know obviously I'm not a man known for my brevity I admit that but if it's really long it's loads of words I think this isn't actually funny they've tried to dress it up in like fanciful yeah. storytelling they fancy themselves as fucking Ernest Hemingway right and they fucking dressed it all up in those unnecessary details it's just like yeah. this is the story we want 
He's walked into the toilet. Lee Bowie has clocked him. He said, what are you looking at, cunt? He's just left the toilet. Yep. Bang! Story over. Brevity. Short and sweet. There's a one here from um, Rich, age 47 and a half, and it's, uh, it's, it's on the subject of balls that we were talking about last week. Favourite ball. Uh, and he's put in brackets the cooking pot from hell. And mm. he says, when you read out that bloke's story about reusing the family puke bowl for food, you reminded me of something I'd rather you hadn't. And then he's proceeded to tell us. And again, without going into the whole thing, it's another shitting story. And you can join the dots, you know, you can put put it together yourself in your own mind. But I, I can't read that out either. Maybe it's because I've just eaten. But no. Well... George, who's 41 and 347 days old and claims to be Turbo, has said, if you want to upgrade to Turbo, then the, you've got a few more days before... Well, what is it now? It's the 19th. You've got just a, you've got 10 days then yeah. to 11 days to subscribe yeah. and get your badge and become yeah. Imperial Turbo. Mm-hmm. The badges are en route. Anyway, he says, Dear Sam and Andy, following on from your talk of shitting in public... Don't remember that, but oh yeah, there was that woman who shat um, oh, in the and then turned up in M and S. Yeah, that's why I always yeah. send the shitting stories because we fucking started yeah. it. Yeah, uh. I was wondering what your thoughts are on pissing in public. My wife thinks I have a problem. If required, I love to piss in a hedge or behind a tree whilst out on a walk. I have also been known to piss on the edge of an A road or motorway with minimal cover, but penis definitely covered from other traffic. Yeah. Even the odd alleyway, I'll have a piss in. Is this mm. acceptable or do I need to stop? Kind regards, George 41. Well, I mean, you know, everyone's been caught short. It is one of the many advantages of being a male mm. is that when you need a piss, you can. It re- if you really need a piss, you can basically do one wherever. Yeah, but I do think as you get older, it becomes a lot more. There's a lot more jeopardy. I mean, you know, you're 41, right? Mm. How old are you? 48 now, Andy. 49. 48. 49. 49. So you know, when you cross that line into 50, mm. the consequences of you being seen pissing in public, I would say, are far greater than scandalous than people. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, say you're doing a piss in an alley and the worst case... The most common time it happens to me pissing in public is when I'm out running. So I'll be out running and I'll need a piss and you can't really complete the run until you've done the piss. Mm. So you keep jogging and you look for a piss spot, right? And Mm. I'll often be out in an area where there is trees and such like and it might be quiet. So I'll find an appropriate tree and have a piss. But while I'm pissing... I am so vigilant because my worst, worst, worst thing, nightmare, is if a kiddie comes along. And then, yeah. men then. of our age, is you, suddenly the kid's like, ah, that old man's got his cock out. And then, yeah. fuck it, what do you do then? Run? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you and might have all, to. All of a sudden, you're on a register. And then yeah. what do you do? So, that's what you've got to be careful of. And... The only other like alarm bell in your email, George, is when you say, "I love to piss in a hedge." So if you say, "If required," so that in that in that sense, you're making out. Well, obviously, only if it's required. Only if there's like nowhere else, and I'm desperate, that's fine. But then you sort of contradict yourself by saying, "I love to piss in a hedge." Well, which is it? Because if you love it, you're actually you're you're probably looking to do it on purpose. Yeah. 
And I think that's a problem. If you if we love it, I don't love it. I'll do it if I have to. But I don't love it. I'd rather piss in a toilet. It it feels as though he's a little bit too keen. Do you think? Bit too keen. He says he's taking precautions, but yeah. You want to get that scene to mate? Yeah. Maybe go to the nap doctor or something and ask him what it's all about. Because you maybe need some kind of uh, bag attaching to you to your bladder. It might be something. It, to, like it might be something to do with his childhood. To be honest, it I don't know. Probably is. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, the fact that he's, he's he's emailed in and and told us that, I suspect he's getting a thrill just from fucking telling us. Do you know what I mean? We should probably edit that out because he's probably he's getting like, a fucking oh, What do you think, of it, lads? Thing, do you like getting your cock out in public? Do you? I fucking love it. Oh, I'll tell you what, lads, I was it. thinking, when you're, when you're on tour, if you fancy a bit of public pissing, we could all meet up and do it together in some woods or down an alley. We don't have to look yeah. at each other's cocks, but we'll know. We'll all know that we've got them out <laughs> in the darkness. If if you're into it, tell me. If you're not into it, tell me as well, because that's just as good for a different reason. Oh, but If you're know. not into it, maybe I'll do it and make sure you catch me and then watch you being sickened and angry. <laughs> That'll make me want to <laughs> piss more. <laughs> Mate, right. stop, unfollow us. Resign your status. Please. You're scaring yeah. us, George. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. I won't read the title because it reveals what the story's about. This is from um, Mark Smith, age 48 and a half. Uh, Platinum IFS. Um, Don't forget, upgrade to Turbo now. Uh, Dear Sam and Andy, I'm a director stroke pencil neck desk jockey at Gated Council and was recently asked to deal with a complaint from an elderly couple who aren't getting the support they needed during the pandemic. I asked my friend and colleague Alex to go and visit and find out more to find out how I could help them as they were skinned, isolating and a bit stuck. He walked into the house and noticed the very large Frankie Goes to Hollywood relax sleeve artwork print on the wall among several other incredible wow. works. Now, if you're not familiar mm. with the relax Frankie Goes to Hollywood um, sleeve, Google it, have a look. It's uh, it's quite distinctive. It's, it's vaguely erotic. Um it was quite shocking when I bought it, aged 11. But there you go. He goes on. Turns out the woman in the house was Yvonne Gilbert, who designed the relaxed sleeve. Um, and Mark no. says, Be- Yeah. Yeah. He says, Being men of a certain age, 48 and a half, just a bit younger than me, Frozen. we helped... We helped with the officious and boring stuff, but asked her about her experience with Frankie, etc. We wondered why she wasn't loaded, having designed this iconic sleeve, but she said it was a one-off fee of a few hundred quid way back in the, the mid-80s. Uh, we also learned she was asked to design some stamps by the Royal Mail, but it turns out they were a bit racy. Legend. Uh, she's still freelancing and would love a shout-out and some work if anyone needs a legendary illustrator. Um... Maybe that cunt that was thinking about paying a publisher three grand up front for one. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. And I tell you website. what, I'm always fucking using designers and illustrators for various things. <laughs> yeah? Um, I will get in touch with her. Well, a website, if anyone else is interested, is Anne Yvonne Gilbert, all one word, Anne with an E on the end, uh, slash, sorry, dot com, and then slash prints if you want to buy anything from our, from our website. Um, and then Mark says, "Adore your work, chaps. Thanks for everything." Yeah, nice one. <laughs> Good stuff. Thanks, mate. Um, I was just thinking that that book of monsters is due out soon. World of the Unknown. Yeah, book I'm of really monsters. looking forward to it. Have you got that on pre-order? I haven't got it pre-ordered yet. It just struck me because I just thought, "Is that out yet?" Um, 
and it's not. It's yeah, not really until the 30th. Get it. I really enjoyed the ghost book so much, yeah, but the we'll monster one I'm almost as so interested we'll, in. It, we'll get it pre-ordered to end of the month, 30th of September. Um, whatever day yeah, that is, we might do a special episode. And um, we thir- call it Monster Day. Yeah, 30th of September is Monster Day. Uh, what is the 30th of September? 23rd, 20th, 21st, Thursday. So the Friday episode that week, 31st of October. That's going to be Monster Day. Yes, um, and um, it's significant for more than one reason, because it's the, your last chance to get your badge and enter mm, yeah. the holy sanctum of being Imperial Turbo, Imperial Turbo. which is a Turbo founder member. Yeah. Um, so and it's and and the following day is Monster Day. So there's a lot going on, and I tell you what, we haven't yet flagged but will be coming up soon in the run up to Christmas which isn't that far off is of course Brown Friday you'll remember last year um, (laughs) we had Brown Friday which was our equivalent of Black Friday except it was brown and it was all discounts off special top flight time machine slash Brown John merchandise and Mm. there will be a big relaunch of our online store coming very soon as well you can go on there now, and there's a few nice bits and bobs. It's now on Redbubble, but you can find it via our website, which is tftimemachine.com. Um, and if you, if you want to visit it now, there is some new stuff um, with a, f- a few new sort of ideas on. But very soon there will be a major relaunch in time for Brown Friday, which is always, I don't know about you, Anne, it's always one of my favourite days of the year. Fucking best day of the year, mate. Better than my birthday and Christmas put together. I don't, I don't know, though. Monster Day, we haven't had that before. And Monster, well, day, Monster could day could become could a new it, yeah. grand tradition. Yeah, yeah. Tell you what, we'll wrap it up there because um, the football's about to come on. And we'd like to dedicate this episode to um, Huge Cunter, um and member of the uh, IFS Facebook group, uh, Neil Brown who yeah. sadly passed away uh, last weekend, I think it was. Um, yeah, um, Neil would regularly remind me to put the Roy the Rovers images on Twitter when I fucking always forgot. So that was Mate, always I hesitate to bring this up, but one of the many great things he contributed to the Top Flight Time Machine community, yeah. if you will, and I hesitate to bring up. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> He's still on Twitter. I mean, it's really sad that he passed away. But I had to chuckle because uh, his profile picture is still an illustration of you in a Sunday shirt booting <laughs> Michael Gove in the balls. I mean, that is. is a proper fan, mate. Is. That is a proper fan. It's like we're we're about a year and a half since that whole crisis. Uh, yeah. It was a crisis, it was. Um, and he's still fucking keep. We don't. We we diligently don't mention it anymore. But that mad bastard, right to the end, right to the bitter end, just before his flame went out, still yeah. had a picture of a cartoon Andy Dawson booting Gove in the ball. <laughs> Come on, my son. His attitude was never forget, never retreat, never surrender. It's still there, <clears throat> and will be for all eternity. So, um, yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Neil Brown. Um, he was HMHB for life on Twitter, and um, big big fan of the podcast. Um, Basically, everyone like, can we have a can we press pause on the deaths for a bit? There's been a lot of deaths today. We had Jimmy Greaves and Boise both die, mm. which is Cockney Geddon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know something in the fucking yeah. air at the moment. There is. We all need to cheer me up. Pick me yeah. up. Cheer me up. 
Well, that's it then. We'll be back throughout the week with all the usual shite. Um, hope you enjoy it. Uh, TTFN. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.